What's up, everybody? Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. I'm Noah Strackbine here every single Monday through Friday. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk or anywhere you get your podcast. Today, I'm taking it a little outside the box. And truthfully, I know that this video will likely get less views than every other video. That's okay. I'm okay with that. And I want to make a couple of things clear. This isn't an apology to anybody or to the team. This isn't me changing my ways. My job is to analyze players and to analyze the NFL and the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's to report on the news of these players and that team. Sometimes that news is bad. Sometimes that analysis is critical. That's okay. I think they're okay with that. That's just the way the league works. That's what everybody knew coming into the league. This isn't a surprise to anybody. And I think that they have thicker skin than I would. And I give them all props to that. Nobody would handle everyone sitting around just telling them how bad they are at their job, especially if you work as hard as NFL players work, and be okay. Nobody would not let that bother them. At some point, the criticism gets to you. At some point, it's going to bother you. And I get that. And that's why I believe that they have thicker skin, thicker minds than pretty much all of us. This is where I'm going with this. Yesterday, I was in the locker room and Benny Snell Jr. walks by me and he goes, yo, nice YouTube video. Big smile on his face. He's not angry, but you can tell he's not happy. And he's obviously talking about the video that I put out talking about why the Pittsburgh Steelers have not cut him because he brings value in the, in pass blocking. He understands his assignments. He's a four-year vet. So at this point, you know what you're getting and he plays great special teams. I also said that I don't believe he'll ever have a 200 yard rushing game or maybe even a hundred yard rushing game because we haven't seen it. We've seen one. And I didn't mean for that to come off as negative or to come off as super critical and me kind of bashing on Benny Snell Jr. And I truthfully don't believe he took it like that. I don't think he was angry. I don't think at any point he thought I was attacking him. I think that everyone around him is starting to see this stuff and has seen it for years and it's affecting them just as if it would affect the people around you and I. That's where I'm going with this. Yesterday, kind of clicked, and it's been clicking. Like, for a while now, I've realized that maybe I shouldn't be mean when I talk about players. There's a lot of people out there that are mean when they talk about players. They talk about them like animals. I never agreed with that. They talk about them like they don't have any emotion. They're not a real person. They're just a player. They're a name on the back of a jersey. It's just a piece of paper with somebody's name on it. That's all these people are. They're Madden players. A lot of people talk about them like that. I've always tried not to. I don't think I've done the greatest job, and I, I don't truthfully plan to change. I think that I do an okay job of not pushing that envelope and staying with my analysis without getting vulgar, explicit, mean, or just downright nasty. I don't take shots at anybody. But I'll be real, if you're not performing well, I understand to the fullest extent that I can't do what you do, but
But I also understand that my job is to tell the world my thoughts on you. Sometimes those thoughts are going to be negative. That's okay. I'm okay with that. But there should be a message. And that's what I wanted to take this time out to do is, is send a message to everybody out there, myself included, that with everything we say, we should look at it as if somebody's grandmother is going to read it. As if somebody's mother is going to read it. Because if my mom constantly read about how bad I was at my job, a job that I have worked until I was five or six years old to accomplish a dream, something that 1% of people actually make it in, something that takes harder work than pretty much anything out there. If I accomplish that dream and everybody continuously told my mom, dude, he sucks. He's so bad. He is so terrible at his job. I dislike him. It, it would put her in a dark place. If you told my grandma that, I love my grandma. Sweet 85-year-old woman. She'd fight you. She would definitely try to fight you. You told my dad that, whew, things would get nasty. And I'm sure that that's the same for these players. In fact, I'm pretty positive that it is the same for these players. And we don't have to change our ways. Nobody has to stop being critical of players. We don't have to be nice. I get it's 2022 and constantly people have arguments of, oh, participation trophies. Oh, we're too nice to everybody. We're too accepting. You could suck and still get a high five. And like, yeah, if you do suck, I still think you should get a high five. But in the NFL, you've known what's coming. You get it. You're not upset about it. These guys aren't mad. And like, yeah, it might beat them up. And those phone calls from their mom and their grandmother and their father and their aunts and uncles and their brothers and sisters, that might bother them. But they're not going to come in here, fist closed, ready to fight every media member because they said something bad about them. That's just, they have thicker skin than that. We, as the public, as the fan base, as the outlets, as the people analyzing the players who have families behind their name need to look at everything we do and say, somebody's grandmother is going to watch this. Somebody's mom is going to read this. It'll stop us from saying things that are too far. And I think that if we stopped taking things too far, the normal criticism, the normal negativity that comes with the NFL and the day-to-day, week-to-week ups and downs of players that you have to analyze. You cannot stop giving your opinions on these guys, especially if you're in a position of, of myself and many other people out there. If you're a fan, you feel passionately enough that you have to have an opinion on these guys. This just comes with fandom, and that's okay. But if we stopped taking it too far, I think it would stop affecting the people behind the names as much when it comes to just being critical. It's okay if my mom read, Noah wrote a couple of bad articles this week. Noah didn't do his job perfectly. He had a bad podcast. He's had three bad podcasts in a row. I'd probably be the first person to admit to her. I'd be like, yeah, I sucked. I was terrible the last couple of weeks. But people just constantly saying like, 
dude, get him off the team. He is garbage. I don't care if he ever plays in the NFL again. He's not good enough to be this. He's not good enough to be that. I don't care. Calling names. Names are the worst. Don't ever call somebody a name. If we got rid of all that and just kept it to, you know, this was a bad week. Yeah, when it comes to cuts, he he's probably on the bubble to get cut. Chances are he's not going to make the team. And just kept it to that instead of chances are he's never going to play in the NFL. He's not good enough to be this position. He's not good enough to be that position. I think it would just overall go better. It would run smoother. People would be less aggressive. That's my message. I know, again, like I said at the beginning of this, people are not going to watch this. Nowhere near the amount of people that watch my daily videos. And I appreciate every single one of you guys. But I had to take a minute out, 10 minutes out, and say, hey, sometimes we got to calm it down. Because it's not Benny Snell. It's not Deontay Johnson. It's not Mason Rudolph or Mitchell Trubisky, or George Pickens, or Devin Bush that we're bagging on. It's not those guys that are going to read the comments. It's their mom Googling the name. It's their mom's friend sending them links on Facebook. It's their name in the local paper that gets read by everybody they love. That's who's getting hurt by this. It's our job to continue to be analytical. It's our job to continue to be critical when criticism is needed. Not everything could be positive. We're not handing out participation trophies here. This is the NFL. You made it this far. You're getting paid millions of dollars. You know what's coming. They're prepared for what's coming. Let's stop being nasty. So that the normal criticism, the needed criticism, the criticism that is required by our side of things that comes with fan bases that are tens of thousands of people wide every week, hundreds of thousands of people wide. That could be accepted and not hurtful. Because if that doesn't hurt you, we're good. Everybody's chilling. So that's my message. Let's keep it chill. Let's stop being so aggressive to people. Let's look at things as if their mom, their grandmother, their father, their brothers and sisters, and everybody they love is going to read that because chances are they're going to read it first. And if we look at everything and that approach, I think we can make the whole outline of things and the relationship between fans, players, and the media a little bit stronger. I don't think I got anything left to say. Pretty simple. Let's just be kind. As kind as we can be. 